eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. 49ers web zone, No Huddle Podcast, now partnered with Odyssey. I'm Al Sacco. He's Zane Nakvi. Uh, no Brian Reddick today. Just me and Zane. Zane, like the old days, buddy. It's just me and you. Just like old times, Al. But it's not like old times for the Niners because things are looking up. Things are looking up. And that, now that you mention it, kind of wanted to see, okay, we're at a quarter-ish into the season, right? Now with 17 games, it's not quite a quarter, but so many things have happened. Obviously, Trey Lance gets hurt. And my expectations for this team have changed a little bit. Where, where, where are you on, on where you were with the expectations and where you are now? So the the Denver game was kind of a... a harsh sort of wake up call for me because I was like, you know, th- this version of, of the 49ers and specifically like, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to win a lot of games just because they were totally discombobulated on offense. Couldn't really get anything going, but then they turned in that performance against LA, you know, this week. And it was the our offense was marginally better. Like they weren't like dominant, but like you had those plays by Debo and, and, and he kind of carried the team a little bit, but to me, like now it, it was about Trey's development to me before the season. I, and I had said before the season that I didn't think that they would make the playoffs because I thought they would just miss out because they would sacrifice those those wins for Trey's development. So now, and this has, has no, and this is not indicative of who I want starting one or one over the other. This is more so just who is ready now. And with Jimmy, it seems like they, they can kind of like hit the ground running and what they've been doing the last five years, they just kind of keep doing it, right? We know what that is, right? It's not necessarily enough to get you over the hump of winning a Super Bowl. I feel like you need more to fall in, in, in place for you, but I think it's enough to get you get you to the playoffs. And now the Niners are are atop the division. They are in sole possession of first place with two really winnable games on the road in the East Coast. They're going to stay on the East Coast, much like they did in the last couple of seasons between these two games. And they've got Carolina next, and Carolina is a total mess right now with Baker Mayfield, who's been terrible this year. Carolina's bottom third of the league in both offense and defense, specifically in rushing defense. They're, they're number 24, number 25. So I think that if you can string a couple of wins together here before you hit that stretch of Kansas City and then LA, and then you have Tampa Bay later on the season, if you, before you can, did you can just stack some wins before that? I think that they'll be okay. So really, Alec, they're pretty much a game off of what I thought they would be. I thought they would be maybe three and one or two and two by this point. 
and they are two and two, but that one game you could argue is like Denver or Chicago. So they're kind of in line with what I thought they would be when, when Trey went down. Um, so I, cause to me, it's been two discussions, right? It's like, okay, what would we think that they would have been with Trey and what are they now? And that's two completely different things to me. Yeah. And, and I thought too, with Trey, so this is going to be a year where I still had playoffs as an expectation, but like you said, a lot of it was about the development with Trey because, and because I didn't know what they were going to get from him. It was hard for me to really say like, this is a Super Bowl contending team, you know, whatever the situation may be. Um, now with him hurt, I almost feel like it's more of a run it back season again, right? You see how good defense I knew was going to be good. I didn't know it was going to be this good. This, this defense is looking special. Absolutely special offense. I thought would have bumps in the road, which they're doing anyway, (laughs) but at least we know what this offense, we know what we've seen before. We know that if Jimmy can at least take care of the ball, they're, they're going to win a lot of games. And I had them at 11 and six. I wonder where I have them now. Should we go through this? Do you want to go through and see maybe what, where we have them really, really quick? Absolutely. Okay. So we got, we got them. It's two, they're two and two, obviously right now. Mm Mm-hmm. At Carolina this week, you don't want to get too much in the preview, but I think that's that's a win for sure. Yeah, I got Carol. I got the winning against Carolina as well. There too. Right. Yeah. Falcons, I think a win. Yep, likewise. All right, Kansas City. I don't. Th- I don't think they're going to win that game. Uh, they don't have enough offense right now. Like if they can pull out, you know, both both if Kyle and Jimmy can pull out like a Saints game of twenty nine circa twenty nineteen they'll have a better chance, but they just don't have enough offense right now to compete with them. So when I look at the Rams, I always think they're going to split. That's kind of always the way I look at things. But after seeing the way the last three years have gone and what happened in this first game, I I think they kind of own the Rams. Mm -hmm. So I got them at five and three, I think going into the bye. Yeah. I'll I'll agree with that. Yeah. Right. So here's where it gets dicey. And here's where I think people really thought they were going to have a tough schedule at the end. And I don't know that they do anymore. I think I saw somewhere they have the third or fourth easiest schedule now, strength schedule or something like that. Right. And it doesn't look as daunting as it did. You come out of the bye with the Chargers, who have a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't look like is going to be playing in that game and everything else. And, and again, I think that that's a home game off a of bye. I'm going to keep going back to this defense. I, I, I think the Niners can win that. That's the Anthony Lynn revenge game, right? Yeah. So- <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it, again, with Herbert, he's always going to give them a chance no matter what when you have an elite quarterback like that. But the the health on that team is just – they've consistently year in, year out been terrible. So, And I don't really believe in the coaching that much of that team. So, uh, you know, I can see the Niners win that game. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Arizona, I just don't think they're going to go undefeated in the division. I think they're going to get a loss somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't – but I'm, I always do the splits. So are they at Arizona or home to Arizona that week? They are uh, home to Arizona, and then is there a game in Mexico this year with Arizona? Week eighteen, that's the last game. Now. Is, is that's, that the one? That's the last game. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is. Oh, I'll say this is another one. I'm going to give this one another one. Yeah. This this is a Monday night game here. Uh, I'm going to say yeah that 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 they won that one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Is this right? They have how many straight home games? One, two, three, four, five straight home games. Five. Uh, you know what? Actually, that it's got to be the Mexico game, right? That's the Mexico game. Yep. yep okay. Exactly. Yeah. I'll also give Although, them looking at the schedule. The uh, the the schedule on January eighth says TBD. So for for time, um, so it may be a flex game, or I'm not sure. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it does look kind of confusing. All right. So yeah. the next game is New Orleans, and and again, I don't trust that court. I think the Niners can win that game. I don't in, yeah, I don't believe in them. Yeah. All right, Mike McDaniel Bowl, twelve four. Ah, that is the. 
I think with Miami, like they've kind of pulled two wins out of their ass. I kind of yeah. don't know what they are yet. Yeah. And like Tua, like we don't know what his health is, right? Like the guys, the, the poor guy, like they're sy- systemically like killing the guy, like in Miami. I don't know what they're doing over there. So yeah, I, really I, trying I, to, yeah. I want to, I want to just take an aside for a second and talk about the, the whole Tua thing because this is a big, a big deal right now in the NFL. And he had a concussion the, the week prior, the game prior, four days prior to playing on the Thursday night. He should have been taken out of that game against the Bills. And, you know, he was wobbling around, and it's clear that he had a concussion. And the the independent independent physician who examined him has subsequently been fired, so they acknowledged that they messed up. And then they put him out there on a Thursday night game on short rest, and he absolutely, like, just, I mean, that was one of the scariest concussions I've ever seen, like, you know, in, in the sport. Just awful, awful stuff. And in, in every, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead, Al. I was going to say, that's one of the things where, like, sometimes you think people don't have a voice, but what happened, the outcry from that game, I think made people start to think differently about this and sort of maybe force some hands because the outcry was everywhere. When you see him on the ground with his, you know, his fingers contorted and everything, it was, it was frightening, frightening. I see any human being go through that. And Pete, you know, fans were pissed. Players were pissed. Ex-players were pissed. There was, there was like people spoke out, spoke out, and hopefully that's going to cause for some change. Um, so it was good to see. So, you know, don't think you don't have a voice you do. And, and I, I thought that was a bad situ- a good thing to come out of a bad situation in the sense that people really pushed the envelope and said enough is enough with this. And I think, it, you know, I think that guy got the doctor got fired and I think the NFL is going to look at things differently because of the public outcry. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like, it's just, you can't player safety and all this stuff, Thursday night football. Like I, you know, it's nice to have Thursday night football because it's such a, you have it during the week, but I just think that, like, if you really cared about player safety, Thursday night football would not exist. And, yeah, and agree. it's not enough time for guys to get ready. It's not the, the quality of the games isn't always good. And then you have something like this. So who knows if Tua is going to be playing that game? But Mike McDaniel, it's it's the one game where it's just on the schedule arms. Like literally, like I don't know what's going to happen because he knows Kyle so well. He's been with Kyle mm-hmm. at every single stop in his career up until now, until until this year. So, gosh, it's a toss up. I'm going to say the Niners maybe win by slim margin because that's at home i think so too for the same reason next game is tampa bay the way i would see this game going is a defensive battle and tampa bay forces jimmy into mistakes yeah i think that tampa bay defense might be a bad matchup for the niners i would give them a loss here yeah and that's tom brady's last for sure last time playing in the bay area we thought the last time was last time right this this is actually the last time playing in the bay area so i think that he's going to be home and uh, that's, you know, how he is with motivation, right? And I don't expect them to be Tampa Bay. I don't expect them to, right? That's the greatest quarterback of all time. So, yeah, agree, agree there. At Seattle is the next game. I don't care. Seattle's garbage. 10 and they're four. trash. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they'll, they'll I don't care what they're doing right now. Yep. Washington, I think the defensive line will absolutely eat against Carson Wentz. I think that's an easy win on Christmas Eve. Likewise. Yep. Yep. Raiders, that'll be a fun one. Um, I think Josh McDaniels is a huge fraud. And mm-hmm. I think the Niners will win that game as well. Yep. And then I think just because I don't think you're going to sweep the division, I'm going to give them a loss to Arizona at the end of the season. Because they're going to be sitting the starters because they would have already locked up the division and a playoff spot. And then they sit the starters and then we don't care about that game. And then they just lose. So that's, I'm cool with that. With 12 <laughs> wins, probably if they have 12 wins at that point, like we have it. I, I don't think the Rams are getting to 12. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think the Cardinals are getting nice. 12. So mind you, yeah. the, the Rams and the Rams and Cardinals and all these things, they, they've been, I mean, relatively healthy. They've had injuries like we don't know what's gonna go on with Odell, Odell Beckham, whether he's coming back or not, mm-hmm. whether he wants to play football anymore for the Rams. But you know, both of those teams, like they haven't 
they've had injuries, but not like the 49ers have, right? So the Niners are going to get more healthy as the season goes on. Well, you'll see more attrition from other teams. And I think that's, that's going to be something that's going to be big. And, and we talked about it on our show a couple of days ago where you got Verrett and Jimmy Ward practicing this week and they have a chance to play on Sunday. I mean, that's huge. You're getting two starting caliber, Pro Bowl caliber players back to your roster and you're getting your RB1 Elijah Mitchell back in a few weeks. You're getting your Hall of Fame left tackle Trent Williams back in a few weeks. And it's going to be off to the races for the second half of the season. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, so I had them at 12 and 5 this time around. And what did you have them not making the playoffs? So would you have like about nine wins before? I, I didn't. I, yeah, I have them at nine wins. Yeah. So that's a three game difference for you. Only a one game difference for me. And I kind of think going into the playoffs again, whereas with Trey, there wouldn't have been a ton of pressure because you have this young quarterback and just hey, if you're going to the playoffs with a young QB, let's get him some experience. Let's hope he has some good games. Now I think this is sort of like last year, where this is sort of the, feels like the last ride again, right? with Garoppolo and everything else. So I think if, if, and when they get into the playoffs, there's, there's a lot more pressure this year to get it done. It's going to be one of those, this is kind of the last ride with this group, a lot of pressure to win the Super Bowl, And then next year, again, you kind of go into the question marks with Lance, you would assume unless something crazy happens and I wouldn't take anything off the table. They end up with Aaron Rodgers or something. Seriously. I, wouldn't, I, <laughs> or, I wouldn't have to get anything off the table. The or Kirk cousins or something crazy like something that. Right. Crazy. Right wouldn't wouldn't be surprised but let's let, let's not go there yet after the two off seasons we've had let's just assume it's going to be trey and everything's going to be good and and we'll yeah. be good to go from there so, I hope so. But yeah you know i i think it's going to be I, I think it's going to be an exciting season for them and you look at the nfc west saying so it's kind of weird everybody's two and two and i guess the niners are technically in first place because they're they're two and oh in the division mm. but i was looking at the points per game today for the division seahawks are at 23.8 which is 11th in the league Cardinals are scoring 22, 14th. And then the Niners are 28th at 17.8. And the Rams are 29 at 17.5. That's got to flip, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. doesn't make any sense on any level. Yeah. Well, I mean, Seattle had that 48-point game against that's the, the Lions this past week, right? So that's going to help them. And the Niners had a, had two awful offensive showings back-to-back where you lost your uh, you lost in a monsoon in Chicago and then well, they weren't back-to-back. You sandwiched between that Seattle game, but like they, they lost in the monsoon in Chicago, and then a couple of weeks later they lose, you know, just a, a nail biter in Denver where the offense is doing nothing. So I don't anticipate those types of offensive performances to continue for this team. Like it's very rare that they don't even score, you know, ten points, or they score like only like you know, ten or twelve points, right? So mm-hmm. it'll flip eventually, but you know, it takes time for a Kyle off Kyle and offense to get going. We know this. It'll take time, and and, and they start slow. So I don't expect them to hit their stride where they're scoring like 25 plus points a game until you know, middle of the season until they get more healthy. Right now, it's more so just like, let's tread water. I feel almost like, and somebody brought this up on Twitter and I saw it and I was like, you know, maybe this is true. I feel like Kyle's making a concerted effort to keep his quarterback healthy because if this quarterback goes down for any period of time, the season is over. That's right. it. Like your Brock Purdy is not going to lead them anywhere, despite what people want to think. And the the history the historical record is there, right? I, how many undrafted free agent quarterback le- slash seventh round quarterbacks have ever led their their teams to anything? And I don't want to hear about Tom Brady because he's the he's the outlier in this. So you have to keep this quarterback healthy, and and I think that that's why you saw a lot of quick release, quick hitting stuff because he doesn't want him hold on to the ball because he doesn't want him getting hit. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's one of his focuses at this point. Yeah, especially with Jimmy's history, you, you just can't risk it. Again, yep. they have, you know, Kyle knows this is a big season for him. 
he's got to win. He's got to get to the playoffs. And, and the quarterback health has been a, a big reason of him not doing that. So he's, they have to kind of try to keep Jimmy upright. Did a good job of that against the Rams. I mean, offensive line kept him clean. So if they can keep doing that, you know, they'll be in good shape.